Rise with India podcast on ET Now. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from ET Now and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 2nd of August. Great news for Indian hockey in case you haven't heard already. India's men's hockey team has gotten into the semi-finals of the Olympics after a gap of 49 years. The team beat Great Britain 3-1 in the quarter-finals to proceed into the next round of the competition. Now, besides that, the top update is on the government's finances and therefore relates to the economy. And it's good news. The government's goods and services tax collection rose above 1 lakh crore in June after falling below that mark in the preceding month, indicating a recovery in economic activity. GST revenue for June, which is collected in July, stood at 1.16 lakh crore, according to a statement from the Ministry of Finance. That's almost 25% higher than the previous month and 33% higher on year. India's macro economy will be in focus this week, in particular as the RBI's Monetary Policy Committee meets at the end of the week to decide on policy interest rates. They're largely expected to keep policy rates unchanged despite the impact of the pandemic on growth given concerns on inflation. And speaking of COVID-19, India could see a rise in infections building into a new though smaller wave that may peak in October according to a mathematical model by researchers at the Indian Institutes of Technology who as you might recall predicted the previous waves accurately. According to the model, India could see a worsening of the outbreak as soon as this month, with the next wave peaking in the best-case scenario with less than 1 lakh infections a day, or nearly 1.5 lakh in the worst-case scenario. In the 24 hours to 8 a.m. yesterday, India's fresh COVID-19 infections exceeded daily recoveries for the fifth straight day. The country added 41,831 fresh cases taking the total tally to over 3.2 crore. In international news, the US securities regulator has said it will not allow Chinese companies to raise money in the United States unless they fully explain their legal structures and disclose the risk of Beijing interfering in their business. In a statement, Securities and Exchange Commission Chair Gary Gensler said he has also asked his staff to engage in targeted additional reviews of filings for companies with significant China-based operations. In response, the China Securities Regulatory Commission is seeking to step up communication with the SEC to find a suitable resolution. In other news, the US formally blamed Iran for a deadly attack on an Israel-linked oil tanker of Oman, warning of an appropriate response. In a statement, US Secretary of State Antony Blinken said that the US was working with its partners to consider its next steps and was consulting with the government inside the region and beyond on an appropriate response which will be forthcoming. Blinken's condemnation came after Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett and the UK Foreign Secretary said Iran was responsible for the attack. None of the statements offered direct evidence though. And with that, it's over to Rohit Singh for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Rohit, how are we looking at the start of the week? Good morning Alex. Nifty once again is knocking at the higher end of the range and we'll have to see how the resistance 
holds up this week. We lagged US markets in July but managed to stay unaffected by the Asian sell-off. In the end, the index rebounded from crucial supports only to find headwind near the 16,000 levels on Nifty. Realty and metals were the star in July, even a small cap party continued. Foreign investors sold shares worth about 3,800 crore rupees on Friday, while domestic institutional investors net bought shares worth about 3,000 crore rupees. On the whole, we saw outflows for the month of July at about $1.5 billion. US markets fell on Friday as Amazon weighed on the index after the revenue miss, but S&P 500 clocked its sixth month of gains. The US regulators have also tightened disclosure requirements for Chinese company before selling shares. Let's also tell you about the active stocks this morning. Passenger vehicle sales soared about 47% year-on-year in July, driven by pent-up demand as well as low base a year ago. Reliance is in talks with world's largest single-brand restaurant chain Subway Incorporated to buy its India franchise for about $200 to $250 million, according to a news report in the Economic Times. Adani Group intends to enter the petrochemicals business by registering a new company called Adani Petrochemicals. Chevron and Total are in separate talks with ONGC for upstream projects in India. Brokerages have raised price target on Sun Pharma after reported results that exceeded market expectations. IDFC Bank has posted a net loss of 630 crore rupees with provisions more than doubling year-on-year. On earnings front this week, Airtel, SBI and Adani Group will report results. To recap, the IPO action will stay warm with more issue lined up this month as well. Not just that, we'll need to see if the momentum dries up in crucial sectors which were powering the up move. And it goes without saying, keep one eye on the COVID numbers. We've registered a spike in cases for the first time in 12 weeks. That's all from my end. Wish you all a profitable day ahead. Thank you for listening in. It's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Rohit. And as always, thank you all for listening in. Have a lovely Monday, guys, and an even better week ahead. This is Alex Matthews signing off. The Rise with India podcast on ET Now.